Welcome back, dude. Episode uh, welcome, 14. welcome, four. Man, we're old enough to drive in some states. Is that true? I don't. I don't oh. fucking know. Come on. I bro. feel like, in like Montana or Kansas or some of those really sparsely populated uh, states that probably have their. You know, if you could drive a tractor, you could drive a car. I mean. You don't need a license to drive a tractor. That's true. That's fair. Is it not like national to be like 16 to get your permit or 15 and a half, whatever the hell it is? I don't know. That'd be something we'd have to do the old Googles or Bings or Yahoo to find out. If you look, I know I, I, I know this podcast is loosely based on retro stuff but if you're still using yahoo search go fuck yourself google you it gets, google. it gets you where you need to be though i mean even worse if you're still fucking with aol search if you still have an aol email address go fuck yourself but if it gets the job done no no. No. I mean, the fact they're still around no. is kind of amazing, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> I've got something I that mean, won't die. Look, with all the the free trial discs I used growing up, you know, and just good old fashioned dial up internet, I I don't I don't know if I'm surprised that they're still around. I mean, that kind of that style of money, you know what? I style of money. That like, I don't know. I feel. Was there any other internet? I don't even know who we got internet through, because like I don't know. You just it, okay. So correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like when I was getting internet, like AOL for the first time, like I was getting AOL discs out of like Cheerio boxes, and like you pretty much <laughs> plugged your computer into a phone jack. Put in the AOL disc, and then like all of a sudden you had you had yeah. internet because like there were modems within yeah. your computers already, like a fifty six k mold modem. <laughs> Is that how you got internet back in the day? Whereas like now I just have like Comcast internet. Now like it's just, just in the air. Yeah, well, you're just breathing. I, I mean, I'm sure that's how it works, right? Uh, it's just in the air. No, you. And it would give you like a little countdown, like box on your screen that says you now have eight hours left of yeah. AOL until you'd have to the next, you know, your stack of like used discs, brand new discs. You know, you'd be like, oh, I got to grab the 150 it, one. Yeah, plan on yes, exactly. It was like buying long distance <laughs> cards. Kind of, but they didn't cost you anything except for, you know, stealing them from a Game Pro magazine or... <laughs> <laughs> I wish I I knew better, because like 
I mean, we did that for years, you know, and it's yeah, like I, I feel like that's how you got your internet is through those stupid little discs. I remember having kids these days, bro. When Netflix first came out and they were just a DVD mail service, I remember having you had to get a disc to play it in your consoles. There wasn't like an app you could download originally. Like I somewhere around here, I still have my my Nintendo Wii uh Netflix disc. Where it's like if yeah, I wanted to play were- Netflix or stream Netflix through a Wii, you had to put the disc in like it was a game, and then it gave you an app that somehow connected to the internet. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you could stream Netflix. Yeah, it's that 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 time of like Netflix, like in the beginning, like when it was the electronic blockbuster. Yeah, it's kind of amazing. It really, I mean, was. And for it to become what it is today, of just the streaming champ, like I mean, it, it's a, a verb into itself. You know, Netflix and chill is just synonymous with like, let's just go watch something. You know, no. no. Netflix and chill is synonymous with banging. That's what the chill is. You Netflix and don't watch Netflix. The line would be, hey, let's go play a video game. That's what we would use. Like if we were like, hey, you want to go? Let's let's go play a video game, you know, and then we'd put on the PlayStation and throw on a movie. But, you know, we were doing anything but playing a game or watching a movie. Good times. Oh, no. Because if I say I'm going to play a video game, chances are I'm going to play a video game. If I ask you if you want to sit down and watch, you want to watch a movie tonight, and it's like a Monday night, I've got ulterior motives. Yeah. And then normally I just fall asleep anyway. So, <laughs> but, you know, when you're using the game console anyway as a uh, DVD player, then you would, uh, you know, you'd say, let's go play a game. And next thing you know, you know, banging to some Night's Tale or something. <laughs> I just watched that the other day. Fucking love that movie. Still a good movie. God What's crazy damn. to think? We'll, we'll do <laughs> because this is a this is a crazy start. Like for us to be off the rails already yeah. is what. <laughs> but one more thing on the Netflix front, and then we'll get to our we'll get to our weird question of the week. Finally, you sure? It's crazy <laughs> to think on how Netflix started, and now to the point of like when you hear someone is still getting DVDs from Netflix, which they still do. That is the crazy That's thing. That's why. Where it's like they did they used to not be like a stream service. You used to get that they they killed Blockbuster. They took Blockbuster out back and shot it in the back of the head. And then now it's weird to think that someone's still getting like Blu-rays or DVDs sent to them in the mail instead of you know. This I, I remember toward the end when Blockbuster tried to do the Netflix thing and be like, you can go online and get discs from us electronically. It's like, Blockbuster, you're missing the whole point, pal. Like, you just missed it. What's crazy is everyone is such in like a nostalgia mindset nowadays that if Blockbuster came out and was like, hey, we're renting videos again, they could even come out and be like, hey, we're renting VHSs and VCRs out to people. People would do it just to like bring Blockbuster back. It may only last for a few months, but that initial boom of like Blockbuster stores reopening, like some some Blockbuster pop-up stores or something. Bruh. Do a pop-up store? Yeah, man. Yeah. 
like they're not gonna come back and be in business, but for that one shop that's still uh running, I mean yeah, outside of their that, right? Airbnb. Yeah, yeah, Airbnb up in Bend, one. Oregon. Yeah. Yeah. It's like do it, man. Like, why not say, hey, everybody, come here. We're doing this. But do a pop-up around the country. Just let it be like a, you know, couple night thing or something. Yeah, but, yeah, 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 exactly. Good times, man. Anyways. The 90s and 2000s. What a crazy time. <laughs> Episode 14. <laughs> yeah, 14. <laughs> well, welcome, everybody. Let's kick this show off now that we've been chatting for, you know, 80 minutes. Uh, the same way we always do with the weird question of the previous week. And this one's kind of fun. Uh, went in line with our launch week last week with everything. Um, if life were a video game, what would some of the cheat codes be? Baseline cheat code. Okay. The one. So if I was going to steal one from a game, baseline cheat code mm-hmm. that everyone would like. And I think you'd have to go on some sort of like life quest for it or a vision quest or just hallucinate until the password shows up. But you have to get Rosebud from the original Sims. I I think that one has to be in there. Rosebud in the original Sims games, you did Rosebud, semicolon, exclamation point. Those could be switched, but I know it's a semicolon and exclamation point. And then you could keep doing it. You could be like semicolon, exclamation point, semicolon. And you could do as many times as you want. And each time you did an exclamation point or whatever, that combo, it would give you a certain amount of money in the game. And then there was like, there was like a glitch within the game. And the people that used to play the Sims, you'll understand, you'll know exactly what I'm, what I'm talking about. But if you did it enough times, you could hit enter and it wouldn't go away. Like your entire cheat code would stay there and then you could just bang enter like 40 times and have more money than you could ever spend in the original Sims. But sometimes you wouldn't do enough and you'd hit enter thinking you did and it would go away and then you'd have to redo it all over again. That's tricky. That cheat code's got to be there. Rosebud cheat code. Again, Sims players, original Sims players don't understand. When you said Rosebud, I'm like, what? They're just going to make a sled up here? Like, what's fun about that? <laughs> no, that that's the original money cheat code in, in the original Sims. The big box version of the Sims, which I'm, I'm actually great. not actively searching for. But anytime I run across one, I buy one. Like the big box, you know. And I, so I've got the original Sims, like Hot Date, and a couple more. I'd have to look. But I, I'm not a collector of big box PC games, except for those ones. That original nice. set. I wish I knew any cheat codes off top. I mean, there's the Konami code, but you know, yeah. what does that do for you? You just extra lives and stuff. Like yeah. that's okay. Uh, but uh, you know, big head mode would be funny just to put in and watch people walking around with their huge ass heads. Like I can't move. Would the cheat code only work for you? Like would it like hmm. if you like put in big head mode? Like it wouldn't change. It would change everyone's heads to big head mode, but just for you. Like visually, it would just be for you, not for everybody. And you'd be, it'd be like the Twilight Zone episode, and you'd be the freak because you're the you're the normal looking one, but you're no longer normal. Everybody else has a big head, and you've got this tiny head, and they're like, "Hey, pinhead!" And you're like, "Oh, stop it!" Oh, right. Uh, be no, no, head. because they wouldn't see it. No, no one. It wouldn't. Like everyone have would have their own like personalized cheat codes. Gotcha. You know. <laughs> 
Like maybe I'm like walking where, around with like a invincible cheat code on and you don't know it. And you stab me and I'm like, haha, bitch, I woke up this morning and and you'd have to re put them in every morning. I think that would be another rule. That's good. Like, if you put invincible in and then got drunk and then like woke up in somebody's house cheating on a wife or something and he stabbed you. But it was like 12, 13 that cheat code uh, ran out. You get 24 hour time period on yeah. it. After that well, not 20- even 24 hour. It just resets at midnight every day. Oh, midnight. Yeah. It'd just be like, <laughs> like you'd be at the bar two hours before close and be like, fuck, I'm, I'm feeling drunk. I was like, oh shit, it's 12.07. Like run to the bathroom and like twist your nipples or however the fuck you would put the cheat code in. <laughs> like weird. Yeah. Like you play with hand. your joystick. I don't know how yeah, yeah, yeah. would do it, but <laughs> I mean, they just Play did with my bean, joystick. Click their mouse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. At that it's uh I mean, the possibilities are endless and if it only affects you, I like that. And then the kind of uh, yeah, it's kind of neat. Are you limited by the amount of cheat codes you put in a day? I think? would think so. Like, I mean, if if everyone's just got a limited cheat codes, we'd have to like stop reproduction. Like people mm. reproducing. Because no one would want to die. That's true. You'd be on your deathbed and you'd enter in the cheat code to, you know, live an extra, you know, 10 years or something. There's like, there's still like, I don't know. Like, I still know a couple Grand Theft Auto cheat codes or whatever, especially in GTA 5. But there's like three major games that I remember cheat codes for uh, off the top of my head. The Sims Rosebud cheat code, money cheat code, always. Torok 2, uh, mm-hmm, their god mm-hmm. mode cheat code was beware oblivion is at hand. And that would mm-hmm, give you like mm-hmm. it open everything up. And then South Park for the N64 was uh, Bluebird. And Bluebird was like their god mode cheat code. It would just unlock all the characters and all the guns and shit. What would that do in your life though, right? Like does it just open up your bank account where money just pours in? Or uh, I, I just don't know what god mode would achieve as a oh, I don't real- know if you could put them in life, but those are like main cheat codes that I remember, yeah. like from my childhood. Yeah, yeah. But they're all god, like pretty much god mode cheat codes. So it's like everything else, like I don't know, cheat codes would be cheating in life. I don't think we should allow. Them. <laughs> Whoa! Hot take yeah. at the end with the maybe we shouldn't do this. No, I get it. Hey, you know, but man, it'd be tempting. Like there's times where you're just like. Wouldn't it be nice just to have like a money cheat code? And I wouldn't go crazy, just enough to kind of help. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you'd be like the U.S. government just printing money, right? At some point, it just doesn't mean anything. It's all, what, zeros and ones? At the Shots fired. Yeah, exactly. It's just, I don't know. But if everyone was rich, eventually they would just inflate the prices up to where then the people that forgot to enter as many cheat codes, you know, it'd be like, Oh, make doubles going to cost you $19.4 million, you know, but because uh, I've got trillions, I don't know. Like at what point do you, you know, that's the shit turn around. And, and you'd have to make- buy the cheat codes like through like silk, silk road or like some black market dealer where you'd be like, Oh man, I need that you know, uh, unlimited life thing, the immortality cheat code. So I can live forever, but I got to go to the guy behind what was that. that movie, uh, I think it was 
Bradley Cooper, Limitless. Is that the one where he took, took yeah. the pill? It yeah, that something sounds like right. that. But it would be like, it, well, what was the movie that we talked about a few? It's, it's been a few weeks now, but where they were like, you get the five minute superpower. Oh, yeah. It's on Netflix. The what was it like power or something man. like that? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That, People you'd be like buying from a drug dealer in a Walgreens. Exactly. Where you'd be like, I need this cheat code. He's like, okay, but it only lasts for the next, you know, hour or, and then it refreshes or I don't know how it would work. It'd be wild, man. Yeah. Cheat code. Yeah. Cheat codes would, uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. That's a good question though. Like, okay, well, we'll end it on this. If you could choose one thing, your cheat code could, could be anything. Could be, could be, invincibility it could be flying it could be spawning lamborghinis in front of you whenever you want what is your your forever one cheat code um oh boy for what real life for real life i'd want to go money but i don't want to ruin the economy by myself <laughs> yeah because that because that's what... yeah i mean you would think money right because that 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 basically ends everything. It gets you what you need. It it you know kind of. So think about this: if it could be anything, it could be anything. It could be fucking mutant powers. It could be a goddamn you know wizard staff that can that I, you know I, do whatever you want. I don't know. It could be a it could be whatever you want. Your cheat code. You get one one cheat code. You can use it one time. It's like it's like the genie thing, you know. You only get three wishes. What do you wish for? No, you only get one uh, wish. You one, one. Um, I think. Uh, damn, man. I know what mine would be. Why don't you go ahead? Because I am. I would take stupefied the jumper ability, like that Nightcrawler <laughs> style, or from the movie Jumper. Yeah, that yeah. would be mine because yeah, yeah. It it would really be like a mixture man. of all the cheat codes. You know, I could jump in bank belts. I could fucking jump away from fights or into fights. You know, you could do anything. It's yeah. like flying, but instantaneous. You know, you'd go deliver a package to somebody and just like, oh, you're closed. Guess what? You're not. I've been in there before. If I had a Bamf, jumper ability, Bamf. the last thing I'd be doing is delivering fucking packages. <laughs> I'd be delivering this package to somebody across the world. All right. <laughs> I just I like the idea of like Amazon superpowers and mundane everyday jobs, you know, like uh, uh, the Hulk is in construction because he can lift big concrete walls into place. And like it's demolition, of, I think. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not, not using it for like saving anybody, but using it just to make a living wage. Oh yeah. I'm a teleporter. So I deliver packages. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty lame, but I like the idea of it. it. Seems funny to me. That's a good one. I mean, <laughs> it is. I, I, I was funny. It's just like but, your superpower you know. just puts you into a career immediately. Yeah. You're like, oh, this works great for you, sir. I Jedi's are just police officers. You will not just commit this crime. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> you don't want to try to shoot me. <laughs> Iowa doesn't get to that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know, man. It's all fun, goofy nonsense. I like the teleportation stuff, though. That's my favorite superpower. So we'll just stick with that. That that works great. Jumper ability. That's the way to go. Yeah. That's the one. You know, that's the one. But anyway, uh, some cool stuff, um, you know, with uh, football season coming to a close i don't know i don't pay attention this is trying to (laughs) it's the worst segue in the history of segues right here but Bud light i mean along with the launch of xbox and playstation 5 uh bud light is getting into the console market but what's the cool feature about this is that it'll actually keep your beer cold while you're playing uh this thing is crazy (laughs) This is crazy. So what's even crazier is you found this. Like I, I hadn't seen this yet. And given today, this article came out five days. I have no excuse. I should have seen this. But yeah, it's called the BL6. And it will keep <laughs> two beers cold. It is a game console. It has 16 gigabytes Legit. of memory and six games. Um, six games. What's crazy is those two games are Tekken Seven and So Caliber Six. It also has a built-in projector. It's an all-inclusive little system. Yeah, it's like like if you're tailgating, and all you need is like a, a white sheet on the back of your Ford truck that you can just kind of hang over the back, dude. You're tailgating better than anybody else. It. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it is absolutely nuts. Now they didn't it okay, it looks like a six pack. And mm-hmm. it looks like two of the cans turn into can trollers. I think it's just that, two. I love the, the, the what a killer, what a killer freaking pun right there. A can troller. <laughs> It kind of looks like a Joy-Con on the Switch. They're uh, controllers. Or uh, it, it, even better is if you remember the old uh, Wii Classic controllers, they looked exactly like this. The old white ones, and it just looked like a Super Nintendo controller with analog sticks. That's what it looks like. That's fair. Yeah, uh, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it's I don't know. It's It's pretty badass, but Sadly, you cannot, you can't get them. I don't, uh, I don't know why they put them out or if this was like a, I hope this is no fucking Snopes article, but it's showing, it's showing that they're currently going for more than a thousand dollars at auction. It's crazy. Like it makes sense though, right? It's that whole like limit, limited, uh, release. So that way people turn around and sell it for a ridiculous amount of money. But I don't know. It's a fun little, uh, gimmick. And the fact it's got games and projector and everything else with it, like, seems like a really cool idea. Holy you know? shit, dude. Okay. So here we go. This auction has one day, 12 hours. Uh, the reserves been met. It's got 81 bids on it right now. This Oof. is at uh, shopbeergear.com. Take a guess. I will tell you right now it's over $1,000. I'm going to go $1,600. Oh, $18,000. Pretty close. 
15,000 yeah. right now is what the bid at for this console, bro. 15 grand. First of all, it's a Bud Light console. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's Bud Light. It's not Stella. All right. It's not a, you know, a craft IPA or anything. It's Bud Light, which I'm a Bud Light fan, but you're, you're about to pay $15,000 for something Crazy. that plays six games. Six games. I just wanted to see. It comes with RBI Baseball 20, Tekken 7, Soul Calibur 6. I want to see. Give me. I don't know where, if I'll it, be able to find it, but. You know how easy somebody's going to take off with that? Like, they're going to just think it's a six pack of Bud Light and just be like, all right, dude, I'll catch you next Sunday for the game and just walk off with your, your $15,000 console. Like, it so looks like a six pack. It's getting swiped. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, I if, just I'm kind of curious on how many they made. Like, uh, BL6 console. What was the base it, price for one of these things? Who knows, man? This article just kind of covers the the generalness of it, not necessarily the in depth. Like, what's all six games and all that kind of stuff? It's just kind of a oh, overview okay. of. They Bud Light indeed plans to sell a small number of the system as charity auctions on shop beer gear. All there proceeds will be donated to the National Restaurant Association Educational Foundation's Changes on the Menu program. Those <sighs> guys are about to make money if they're going to be going for $15,000 a pop. Whew. Okay, Jeff so- Bezos and Bill Gates are going to have a good time. <laughs> this article kind of gives me a little more. All right. Uh, it's got an i7 10th gen CPU in it. It's a Windows 10 PC. It's got 16 gigs of RAM, the built-in projector. Um, It looks to be sort of like a Microsoft Surface Pro type Windows 10. 720p projector. It's still not giving me the rest of the games, but that's crazy, man. That's crazy. It's that's cool. It's I mean, hey, you know what? More power to them. I, I you can appreciate when uh, companies, especially well-known companies, Bud Light, do crazy stunts like that, and just like even if it wasn't one off, like the Xbox refrigerator, even if it is just something that's so people are going to be like, oh, they're having fun with their product, they're having fun with the idea of being in the console market or whatever. It's an interesting, just fun, you know. Yeah, promotion. and it goes to a good cause, which is dope, but still 15K. Oh. Holy shit. You know. More power it's to It's that five years down the line at a thrift shop, you're going to find one, but like, all right, I'll take it. Yep. That, I'll take this six-pack. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. But speaking of promotional gimmicks, you know, one of my favorite uh, beverages of choice is the all-powerful Mountain Dew. Uh, looks like they might be releasing a cookbook. Uh, yeah. I look. I'm not mad at a Mountain Dew cookbook. Fuck, oh, dude. It, you get pro- that and sugar. Come on. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like the only problem with something like this is, in reality, a lot of these dishes have already been done, and they're just kind of universal to whatever soda you want to throw in them. Exactly. Uh, but I mean, am I going to? 
Make some Mountain Dew jalapeno poppers. Fuck yeah. Just do some pork chop, Mountain Dew pork chops, which I'm intrigued about. Like Mountain Dew pork I, hey, chop. I mean, candy pork chop. That sounds good. You know, uh, years ago, uh, we did a Dr. Pepper uh, ham for Christmas. Came out real good. That so sounds good. It's it's great. You know, and all the acid all down with a Mountain Dew Moscow mule. That's probably yeah. really good. Yeah. Huh. Again, just another fun like Mountain Dew's like that, though. That this doesn't surprise me. This is no. totally like that's right in your wheelhouse. Yeah. <laughs> Stoners, munchies, maybe yeah. aspiring chefs. I don't know. That is kind of yeah. cool. It's 30 bucks. You buy it on the Mountain Dew store. Um, it should launch. This one's 10th. Yeah, so it's launched now. Go buy it now. You want some Mountain Dew barbecue? Some desserts? I'm sure they do some sort of like key lime pie with Mountain Dew. I bet that's bomb. Oh, dude, I bet you that'd be great. Oh, I know, man. I know, like you, it's the, you know, doing a jello mold and instead of using water, you use like Sprite, but in this case, use Mountain Dew, man. A- Give it a. Kick in the ass. Cherry pie. Mm. Yo. Let's do it. I'm not mad at that either. Huh. That's crazy, though. But just another fun promotional thing brought to you by people who already have all the money. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no shit, right? (laughs) (laughs) We're going to buy your shit no matter. Just slap the name on it. It's going to be selling out. Uh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, if you want to talk about something, I'll be able to find it at a thrift store in six months. I'm out and do cookbook. And if I run across one, I will 100% buy one. Fuck yeah, dude. Because you know it'd be like a nickel if you find it at a thrift shop. I mean, yeah, pro- <laughs> I, more than a nickel, bro. We're not in 1937. It's going to be like $2.99, but still. <laughs> if anybody's going to one, I'll find one. Do you like pickles? Fuck Are no. you a pickle guy? Fuck Neither am I. No. But I heard this, somebody uh, used Mountain Dew to do make pickles, and that just seems like the craziest idea, but I try it, you know? No. No? No. There's very few things in this world that I do not eat. Pickles are the numero uno. Pickles are the worst. I've tried. Legitimately the worst. People are going to- Anyway, sorry. That that was my uh, Mountain Dew tag. (laughs) Yeah. I do not do pictures. moving to some uh, interesting movie news. Uh, are you have you ever watched the anime uh, Cowboy Bebop? You know, I've seen uh, pieces of episodes here and there, but but no, no, I've never watched it in it the way that it deserves. Well, you should check it out. It's one of the greatest animes of all time. It's up there. It's got to be in the you know, um, you know, it follows uh, 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 basically it's space. Opera, uh, bounty hunters, freaking so cool. The action's good. The animation in it is phenomenal. The voice work is next level, especially considering the time that it kind of came out. But that being said, they've been working on trying to get a movie, and originally Keanu Reeves was really vying for the position of playing uh, Spike, the lead character. Spike? Is that right? Yeah, Spike, the lead character. But, you know, with Hollywood, sometimes if things take too long, people drop out. So... Uh, Netflix has got the rights to it, and they just hired John Cho, who's hmm. great. He was in Harold and Kumar. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Castle. You know, he's been in the Star Trek movies and 
uh, this really great movie called Searching, where basically his girl gets kidnapped and through the, it's all shot digitally. So like using social media and stuff, he locates his daughter and all this stuff. Very cool movie. Huh. Um, he's getting cast in it along with a, a slew of other people. So it is moving forward, dude. I'm super excited for this live action. Um, I mean, it's super, like, I think there's all of 12, 15 episodes in the anime run. So it's pretty condensed. Like, oh, yeah, this that's and not, it's a lot so you can bust through it. You know, half hour long episode. And this is a Netflix, right? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're gonna see it regardless. As if you seek it out, you'll just know when it's out. <laughs> I mean, so, it's good to know that yeah, they're still doing stuff that you know has been in the works for a little while. Sometimes it just changes hands and rights drop out, and other people swoop in to try to get it going. But this is one that's been seriously like. In in the nerd culture of like, oh, who would you have play Jet? Who would you have play, you know, Valentine? Who would you have play Ayn and, and Ed and all these other great characters in the whole series? It's, uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah John Cho cast to um, play uh, Spike, the lead character, which is pretty good. I'm going to have to check this cool. out. This will this fit into a, a nice little retro v- review section. Because it's yeah, an older yeah. anime, right? If I remember right, yeah, it's gonna be one of the two thousands in in the nineties, actually. Oh, really? That first wave of like you know when you'd have to go to a store and find uh, an anime and specifically like go to their anime section and be like, "Hey, what would you suggest?" And the selection was all of like one row, and <laughs> it it was mixed in with the hentai's and everything else. It wasn't like where it is now, where it's literally everywhere. Yep, uh, the manga. September September 18th 97 to June 18th 98 uh early 2000s then No no the original but, run for the anime television series TV Tokyo came out April 3rd of 98 to uh oh, June nice. 26th of 98 26 episodes Okay so movie. more than I thought but still enough you could bust through in a yeah. weekend, really. If, if you were gung-ho enough. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that makes out. Makes me want to go rewatch. Yep. Highly recommend the uh, anime and hopefully the show. I mean, the cast looks pretty good. I mean, John Cho, that guy's great. I'd like to see him cho- star in uh, There's this comic book called Chew where um, I won't get into the huge thing, but he'd be great in that uh, comic huh. adaption too. But that's that is what it is. Um, moving on to other movie related news. Um, you know how Disney's been doing the live action remakes. They, you know, Lion King has been a huge hit, you know, Beauty and the Beast, Cinderella, you know, they're just going through the years and just, here we go. Well, (laughs) uh, they're, uh, doing a Lilo and Stitch movie. Live action. Yeah. I'm out. I, I don't even know. I'm out. Really? Yeah. I, it just something like that because you Stitch isn't going to be live action. He's going to be CGI'd, which there's CGI nowadays. I'm not going to say you know is bad because it's not. Like I mean, you look at the Pokemon movie and stuff, but it's just not a movie. I hey, I could say that with most Disney movies, Beauty and the Beast. Okay. 
you know, you saw what happened to Aladdin. Probably should have just left that one. Um, but something like Lilo and Stitch, I just don't, I don't think I have any interest in it being live action. Like at all. Something I did. I'm know. interested to see if they do like a shot for shot with it. I imagine that's my only curiosity. Sort of like with Aladdin or those and see what they do to kind of tweak it enough where it's a different thing. Like Mulan was such a different thing from the, you know, animated movie that I was like, oh, that's the way to do it. Make it, make it its own thing. So that way you're not feeling like you're watching a shot for shot remake. Like the Lion King movie they did was basically, let's just do a shot for shot. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like I said, I, I, I mean, I haven't seen really any of the new live-action Disney stuff. I haven't even seen Aladdin. I've only heard horrible things. Um, I mean, I don't watch that many movies, sadly. And I like a lot of those as the original. You know, it's it's kind of one of those things. I I don't know if I'm going to have any interest in watching uh, this one, especially. Because Lilo and Stitch is fucking banger. It's so freaking... It's one of those, like... Right in that time where Disney was not quite sure what they were doing with themselves. They weren't doing princess movies anymore. They were just kind of doing these off one off little weird movies, you know, and this one was such a unique thing and it didn't do well in the theaters at all. It's totally a cult hit where really? after it was released. Yeah. I feel like, after, I feel like that was like the talk of the town. Yeah. After but the fact, maybe, I don't remember. I mean, maybe I don't remember the release. It's it's sort of like, uh, I mean, Disney's got a lot of movies that are like that where they, you know, the initial run isn't great, but then like because of streaming and all this other stuff, it's now got like a third, fourth win since then. That I don't know. It's it, and plus the story of it is so good because it's not like you know, girl wants to find her prince or anything like that. It's just two sisters trying to get through. You know, they've got a. Uh, uh, parental services or whatever you know checking in on them and then out of nowhere comes this alien that jacks up their life even more and it's just the story of like finding family and like what does that mean and like ah it's so good i was was almost 13 when this movie came out man old old guy old fella (laughs) it got a 7.2 on imb imdb yeah 7.2 out of 10 it's it's a better than a 7.2 I mean, our rating is 86% on Rotten Tomatoes. Solid. That's solid. 73% on Metacritic. Fuck you, Metacritic. Yeah, nobody listens to Metacritic. Speaking of uh, movies that weren't good when they came out. Uh Uh-oh. The Rocks. (laughs) Redoing Scorpion King? Yeah, he's doing a remake. Back burner? Like that one is such a weird, like, why, why rock? Why, why are we doing this to ourselves? Do we need it? But I don't know. I shamelessly, I did actually enjoy the Scorpion King, like his standalone mummy uh, spinoff movie. I kind of liked it. I mean, I, I'm not saying that they were bad. I like that, that Egyptian mythology and stuff anyway. Um, it's just kind of like, it wasn't all that good either. And I really don't think that there's like a, a uh, market for the Scorpion King remake. Yeah, unless the rock is 
taken over the role again because what they've done was they did the one where it was just the rock and then all the sequels after that were like some other like beefcake guy who isn't the rock so well, it doesn't he quite die have- in the first one Maybe. didn't the rock die and that's why I, there's like a new scorpion king could it could it could be something like that i don't know i haven't watched it's been forever in a day man 2000 what one or so is when that something came out like, like that yeah i mean let the dude do what he wants you know if if he wants to produce it and see if people are interested in it and have at it just i wouldn't uh, sink a whole bunch of money into it <laughs> cuz so yeah it i think they like- had a bunch it looks like stuff. The Rock is only producing, which means he's probably not going to have much of a hand. And with him booked up through 2022, the studio will look to tap a new actor to play the action hero as well as a director to steer the ship. So it doesn't look like The Rock's going to have much of a, a hand in it. I think he's just throwing the okay and maybe some money at it. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, I have to I go back and watch that, to that a pod- original one. I think so. They were talking about possibly casting his nephew, uh, Roman Reigns. He's a wrestler in WWE. Yep. Like he looks very Is that his Jason. Nephew? Yeah, they're all related. All those Samoan wrestlers are all related. No, they're like shit. a dynasty. Yeah. Um, but I heard talks that they were possibly going to try to get him into it. But my problem with that is that he's just got no charisma. This dude looks <laughs> like. Uh... Jason Momoa. Exactly. Oh like, my that's God, his this look. guy looks like, like Jason Momoa. Holy He's shit. He's Jason Momoa's stunt double. <laughs> he easily could be. You know, I, I've had this weird inkling to get back into like uh, professional wrestling. Like, I feel like it, I uh, took it for granted when I was growing up. We, we were religious about it because my granddad grew up watching it back in the day. And then my dad, you know, was into it too. So he introduced us. So we grew up with wrestling to the point where, uh, when we were in high school, getting out of high school, we actually took our trampoline in the back, got some crash, crash bags, put them underneath. And we created our own ring, did some backyard wrestling, BWE for life. Uh, and none of the hardcore stuff. We weren't like throwing each other through light bulbs. We weren't those then So we were like, no, we're legit. We're going to wrestle. We're going to have character development. We're going to have interviews. We had a lot of fun with it. We did it for like two years. That sounds but, amazing. Uh, it was a blasty blast. But um, yeah, wrestling was our life. But like, yeah, we got out of it. And I've tried watched recently, but there's so many new faces and they all yeah. look like it used to be all like, Ooh, let's do weird characters like the undertaker or uh, the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michael or the Hardy boys. You know, they used to all have kind of a, a gimmick. So you could be like, that's that person. That's that person. Now it's like, you know, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of like Roman Reigns is an example. I mean, he stands out because he does look different than everybody else, but there's a lot of like Cody Rhodes, um, Dustin Rhodes son. It's like, uh, they just all look the same. They wear the one piece, you know, trunks, (laughs) And the, you know, the hot bod, the hard bods and, the you know, like bods, hard bods, <laughs> you know, the same. So it's just like, I mean, there's this guy called the fiend, uh, Bray Wyatt, which is really cool. He harkens back to like mankind or undertaker that guy. Besides that, like, I can't, I can't get it. We grew up with such an iconic, you know, like, so Rowdy I was born Piper. in 89. I, I just turned 31. So if we look at, going through the 90s 
you know, I by the time I realized what wrestling was, it would have been probably like what ninety six. I'd have been sure. six, six ish. Then getting into got, the extreme era. You've got Monday night people like The Rock, Ray Mysterio, Stone uh, Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold that Steve Austin was worth checking in because every week to remember there for a little time, every week you'd be like, "What is he driving to the ring this week? Yeah. Is it going to be a motor? No, he's bringing in a goddamn cement mixer yeah. or a phony like." Well, and then they went through stories of like I remember when like Kane was introduced and like the whole story progression of like Kane being the Undertaker's brother. Yeah. And like all of that, like that you know, again, I, I think that I took you know, original WWF, not not WWE, but WWF and WCW and NWO and all these things for granted when we were growing up because they were legitimately good. Like the story progression was great. The characters, yeah. you know, hell in a cell, WrestleManias, all that stuff, you know, back in the nineties was, Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Mankind go is by far best wrestlers. Like that hell in the cell match with undertaker where he gets thrown off the top, not once, not twice, but three times. Yeah, you're like, dude, just stop. You're going to die. Like, yeah. I mean, you can, you can go back and look at like Jake the Snake and and you know DDP and just the fucking. Did you ever see um, the movie Under the Mat? Yeah. Oh, Behind the Mat, Beyond uh, the Mat, Behind the Mat. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I watched that in theaters, so and good. going and and just looking at the stuff, like you felt bad for these guys yeah. watching that movie. Yeah. Especially Jake the Snake, because he was on the outs at that point, where he's just doing like, oh, we set up at a school gymnasium, and we're going to pay you 20 bucks to show up and take a few lumps and then pin this guy. And that was kind of it. And you just felt bad for him. Luckily, he he hooked up with uh, Diamond Dallas Page's yoga program, and he helped rehabilitate him and got him, you know. So good for him. And and way to go, Diamond Dallas Page, for finding a new career that helps old wrestlers out. Which is crazy. I mean, from what I hear, that DDP yoga is actually decently good. Yeah. So... Yeah, I, I mean that's crazy. Hey, more power to, but even talking about wrestling, I'm gonna have to go watch some old wrestling like tapes. I'm gonna start looking for them at uh at the thrift store. I bet I can find some good old WrestleMania VHSs and stuff. Staying on kind of the remake thing, I I don't understand why they try to remake you know good movies. They try to pick at our nostalgia and try and redo these these movies that were like. These were great to begin with. Why are we trying to redo them? Why don't we go back and remake stuff that wasn't great to begin with and then just try to make it what it should be? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Take a movie. Unfortunately, I couldn't pull one out of my butt right now, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why remake the, you know, like, I don't know. That's a gripe that I have with Hollywood. I, it's one of those things where it's like, I understand what they're doing because, yeah, you are going to pull on people's nostalgia strings. And like, our generation is real big for stuff like that. You know, they're not yeah. redoing Deliverance, you know, they're redoing Mulan. So it's one of those things where it's like, our, you know, our generation is real. I mean, you look at me as a video game collector. And it's just like a lot of this stuff is based on, you know, how much fun I had playing these games when I was a kid 
Plus, like, the nostalgia of being able to buy stuff that I didn't have as a kid. And it's just like, oh, I, I couldn't get that as a kid. I'm going to have I'm, I'm all these sons of bitches now. You know? and It's fair. It, it's one of those things that, like, of course, these businesses are going to take advantage of, like, that nostalgia string that our age group has. But chances are it's not going to work out because it's not what we're looking for. It, it, yeah, it's it's not the movie that we already know and love. Like, let's yeah. reboot RoboCop, but take away everything that made it RoboCop and make it this weird sci-fi thing. And it's like, no, like, don't yeah. do that one. Go find some weird, like, Lady Hawk or something that's a cult hit and try to remake that and see if you can make it better. Yeah, and, and you're better off sticking with, with animated stuff, I think. Like, redoing old live action stuff or going from animated when it was old to live action now just because you have the technology doesn't mean you should use the technology you know <laughs> it's it's one of those things i don't i don't really have an interest in seeing an alive adaptation of an animated movie that i grew up with like it's not yeah it's not on my my radar whatsoever especially if it's a huge hit, like something like Lion King or Aladdin that were like, so like perfect, like it's contained. It's perfect. The way it is go do black cauldron, go do, you know, some of these other lesser known animated movies that really deserved and try to remake them. Maybe they would be better as a live action. Well, didn't movie they, as a- like, it, it sucks because it's like things like, like dark crystal, you know? Yeah. We, we're not going to get that, that remake. And that's one of those that it's such a niche movie that you might have success with something like that, especially if you do it right. Because Dark Crystal, when we were growing up, it's a fantastic movie. But at the same time, it had this this like scariness to it where it was definitely it was a kid's movie, but it wasn't, you know, jolly, happy, go lucky time. It was like, there's some shit happening in this movie, you know? And I think you'd be better off bringing something back like that, like a dark crystal or like, you know, I'd almost like to see a remake of never ending story, but I think (laughs) you still have to keep, um, I just had it on the tip of my tongue. Starts with an F. What's the fucking Falcor? Falcor, thank what? you, what? Jesus. Falcor. Yeah. yeah. Um, you would still I'll have to keep and- him as like a, a as a puppet, you know, or as a uh or whatever. I, I don't want him to be CGI. Um I think they're starting to be this big movement, and you can see it in like the Mandalorian and stuff that's coming out where they are doing a great blend of practical effects with uh, visual effects so that way they blend the two so that way it you know you've got baby yoda that is clearly a puppet but they do things small little digital things that make it feel like oh this is this is a character like definitely he's real. real real you know and i think that's the way to do anything is do the big puppet do the big luck dragon yes. puppet but then do digital stuff to make it feel like it's got fluidity to it and it doesn't have the weird stiffness that puppets sometimes have. Like, I think you can do it, especially now in this day and age, you know, I can only, I'm sure it still costs billions of dollars to freaking do it properly, but you, you see it like 
they're able to do it. So why not do it that way? So people are acting to something rather than acting to this little green tennis ball. That's yeah, not giving yeah. them anything. To yeah. It's like, say if you've ever seen the videos, like when they were filming, uh, uh, the Hobbit smile when, and it's just like a dude with like a tennis ball in front of his head and he's in all in a green suit. And it's like, as an actor that can't be, you know, great for your productivity. You know, it's just it's, like, like, I don't want to look at John's face, like put a fucking dragon mask on him, please. Yeah. You know? <laughs> give it, like, and I know you've seen the behind the scenes where they actually do have like a stand in puppet that they'll stand there. And at the very least, at least they have something to look directly at. Yeah. And focus on and be like, okay, Yoda, ba ba beep ba ba, and they got something they can stare at instead of like, where's my eye line? Is it? Nope, you're. Nope, I'm. You know, you look at the movie like man, hundred percent right. That eye line thing, you know, because you can just tell, you can tell awkwardness. And, and look, I mean, these guys are professionals. I'm, I am no film critic. That. They do just fine or whatever. But it, from from my personal standpoint, I'd want something. If you're telling me that I'm supposed to be talking to a dragon, I want to talk to a fucking dragon. Right you know. or or as close as you can do realistically. Yeah, without, you yeah, know. yeah, yeah. I mean, shit. At this point, we can do holograms and stuff, right? Like Tupac's doing concerts again. So <laughs> I mean, we, we shouldn't have that many many problems finding a like a decent puppet for our actors to look at. No doubt. Like throw it in the budget. Have that be a part of your special effects budget. Just I mean, you're already blowing money anyway. Yeah, like. You can tell. You can. You can always freaking tell. Like ah. Oh well. That's you know. That's it. Is what it is. Yeah. We're not movie guys. So um. <laughs> so um. So Zack Snyder. Uh, he directed the Justice League movie, and you know he had some unfortunate events happen. Then he had to step away, and then Joss Whedon stepped in to help finish the movie. And then what we got in theaters was essentially the Joss Whedon cut and they've been clamoring for the Zack Snyder cut ever since. Cause Zack Snyder has been very vocal about, Oh, well I've got all this footage and stuff and all this. So, you know, just recently with all the hype for it, you know, HBO is like, okay, we're going to release it on HBO max. It's going to be four hour long episodes and we're going to throw 70 million extra dollars at it. So you can go do reshoots and stuff. And, Zack Snyder decided he's going to add a character who was never supposed to be in the Justice League, and that's the Joker, and huh. not just any Joker, but um, Jared Leto's Joker, the Suicide Squad yeah. Joker, is going to be in it. And I don't Which know if you ever saw hated, it, right? Oh my God, they really did. I'm like, yeah, it's a take. Like, it's yeah. a take. The tattoo is weird, but like, all right, you know. But he's going to have a new look, and according to the new look. It's going to be the Joker from Suicide Squad without the tattoos. So it really makes me wonder. Joker. I don't know where it sits. I can't imagine it's a prequel, but then were the tattoos temporary? Like, it just seems like a weird, like, how are you going to explain the way the fact that he's covered head to toe, literally, in tattoos? But that's kind of the, uh, I don't know, I'm excited for it, though. One way or another, I'll go see this movie. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, and this one is not like this is this cut's only going to be on HBO. Yeah, it's HBO Max. It's supposed to be uh, four hours, but they're going to split it up into like four uh, four episodes, so that way it's like, I mean, that's that's a hefty movie if you think yeah. about it. And, I mean, Zack Snyder 
loves to shoot stuff. He loves his stuff to be long. You look at Batman versus Superman. You look at uh, 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 Man Man of Man of Steel. Yeah, yeah. Superman. Um, they're longer movies at like two and a half hours or so. Yeah. So yeah, it's not I'm, surprising. I'm, I'm curious on on the the backlash that this gets. I mean, people love their their Snyder cuts, but. I, I don't know. I mean, it's definitely for like the nerdiest of nerds when it comes to stuff like this. It's same thing. Like for me, you know, once every couple of years, I'll watch like the director's cuts of the Lord of the Rings trilogy, you mm-hmm. know, but it's not something I want to watch every time. Like sometimes yeah. I just want to fucking get to the two towers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sometimes I, mean, I get it. You're walking. Okay. I got it. Yeah. We, we got the walking. You, folks. Can we didn't need you can have my soul. Awesome. Cool. Let's go do You're some fun shit. shit. <laughs> Let's go fucking shoot some orcs in the face. Yeah. But yeah, 100%. It's, I'm interested to see like how it varies from what, what was put out. And there's supposed to be a lot of cool shit. And, you know, we'll see. It's supposed to be releasing in 2021, which, you know, if he had a lot of it already uh, uh, shot and put together, then, um, all he's doing now is probably editing, doing special effects stuff, making it look good. And yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, he's not doing anything else right now, right? Like, he's not doing one of the other DC movies. Uh, Zack Snyder is doing. Um, oh, I know he's he's up to something. I might be getting him confused with somebody else, but isn't he doing the Suicide Squad sequel? Or is that? Oh boy. Uh, yeah, he, I think there's another thing that he's involved with. I just can't recall. I imagine he's got his hand in, in some sort of pot. I mean, he's not just sitting at home in retirement. That dude keeps busy, which is awesome for him. Um, but we'll see. Speaking of HBO max though, uh, since we're kind of talking about them a bit, uh, looks like Conan O'Brien after, uh, 10 years of being on TBS, He's going to end his almost 30 years of being a late night host. That's uh, insane. To go- it's not wild. And what's crazy is he looks exact. I mean, you can see in some of his pictures, like his age. Yeah. But I mean, he's the same dude. He took over for he's Letterman in 93. Yeah. And had that one for 16 years when he took over yeah, late and then night. Switched over to tonight's show and that whole debacle, which is yeah. awful. Yeah. That, then- that was some weird shit. That was fucked up. Jay Leno wanted to come back, and they were like, oh, Jay Leno's coming back, so we're going to just let you go? Yeah, bye. Fucked up. Um, so TBS was like, hop, here. Uh, yeah, because he's had Conan since uh, oh, since 2010. Um, yeah. It looks like he's going to officially end with a season 10 finale in June 21. Huh. Hey, you know, I will give Conan some credit. Like, I, I think Conan's kind of funny. I'm not a big fan of late-night television. But he had that uh, Clueless Gamer series, and I ended up watching so, like all of those on YouTube. I I thought they were hilarious, and I think he's, he's like he's like a dry kind of funny. Um, but there's times where he says some shit that like it's it's funny. He's a funny, dude. I understand why people like him. I've been watching him since '93 because I used to stay up late to watch his show because it was so off the walls and just like such a weird brand of humor that like fits such in my brand of humor that it was like, okay, I'm going to stay up to see if I get to see the, the masturbating bear again. <laughs> like <laughs> just, 
and and through all the iterations of his show we've watched and like i've been a fan of his to the point where now i'm listening to his podcast and you know when he switches over to hbo i might actually have to get that thing and you know to keep up with him because he's one of the hosts that i i dig a lot but it, he's, it makes he, me wonder if it going to hbo if they're gonna keep it as like a pg series or are they gonna let him say like damn or fuck even that's a fair point you know if he's gonna if he still gets to keep his like late night attitude but without a sensor huh that's a fair point it makes you wonder that'd be a very interesting show it'd be interesting to see if he keeps it to kind of keep it where it's he doesn't alienate any of his already large fan base you know for that aspect but it's hbo there's kind of a certain amount of like expectation that comes with HBO where you're like, well, it's HBO. We get to see boobies. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, so I'm like, not saying he's going to turn his show into a Howard Stern, but yeah, you, yeah. you're kind of curious if like, once you get, you know, away from that, like, what is it? FCC that controls on air broadcast stuff. You know, once you get away from their censorship and into something that you kind of have free reign, you can legitimately do whatever you want from showing dicks and boobies to saying, cunt um if he'll you know after being on regular television and being censored for so long if he'll take that opportunity to kind of allow his uh comedy wings to spread oh it'll be amazing to see what he comes up with see what him and his writers do for this new show but um yeah so i mean big thanks for him it thinks he's kind of stopping this show but he's kind of changed the format in this past year from being an hour long to only a half hour long I saw that. yeah with covid and so it's such a weird kind of thing now that it almost feels rushed i mean he has longer interviews with folks but if it's not somebody you want to watch then you're just dealing with like way too long that person but i don't know i'm interested to see where he does with it because you know it's, it's coming in yeah it looks like we just got a couple more things i I do kind of want to to touch on this uh this other one it looks like an indonesian man become astronomically rich after a precious meteorite worth nearly two million dollars smashed through the veranda of his home that's crazy he's a coffin maker so fucking cool, man. It, it's so cool. <laughs> I mean, you look at the picture. It's a four, four and a half pound meteorite. First of all, you're lucky that, I mean, it, that thing's big enough that people had to have seen it, right? Like that's some like iron giant meteorite type shit that just came smashing through this dude's house. He said that when he picked it How up, terrifying it was still warm. And it came from space. That's it's warm from entering the atmosphere, like a rocket. What? I wonder if he got any superpowers. <laughs> I mean, he got the power of not dying to a fucking, you know, UFO <laughs> and becoming uh, extremely wealthy over overnight. What? <laughs> it, it's crazy. It's, shit like this kind of blows my mind. Just. I'm going to read this real fast, but it says the fortune, the fortune making fragment, which is estimated to be 4.5 billion years old. I don't know how the hell you get that estimate likely fetched more than enough to put a new roof over his head. 
says classified as a CM1 slash 2 carbonaceous condite. An extremely rare variety. The space rock is valued around $850 per gram or $1.858 million. Oh my God, it's so mind blowing. It says this guy was reportedly Ooh. paid the equivalent of 30 years' salary for his find, which he said he'll use to erect a church in his community. All right, guys, come on. Like, you just had a fucking meteorite smash through your house, and you're going to take that money and give it to a church? I'd be like, this confirms that there is no God. I no almost God. died. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yo, I, I mean, yeah, I guess you could see it both ways because he's like, holy shit, this is a gift from God, you know? But to me, I'd be like, holy shit, God just tried to kill me. Fuck the church. I'm out of here. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I want to get paid 30 times, 30 years my salary so I could just retire. Like, oh my yeah. God, that's so freak. I wouldn't even it's probably retire, freak of- but I'd be chilling. Like, I'd be. You know, I'd be set up. Dude, it opens up the venue of being able to do your own stuff. You no longer have to go show up to somebody else's job. You'd be like, all right, time for me to figure out what I want to do with my life instead of working for somebody else. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that that's fucking crazy. All right. How often do you hear of like people actually finding meteorites now? I mean, the way that that shit's tracked and everything, the government's like, no, 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 no. You know, don't you touch it at ours. But this guy's lucky enough, it went Miranda. Yeah, Miranda. Settle down, fancy boy. (laughs) He probably called it, yeah, the the roof. You know, he probably wasn't fancy and like, oh, what's for my veranda? Oh, wow. That, it's amazing. That, uh, I couldn't, I, I, it's mind boggling. To imagine that a piece of space rock is enough to like change someone's life so drastically. And then for this guy to turn around and be like, I'm going to make a church. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty buck wild. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's pretty wild. He's going to make one of those mega churches that, you know, fills and can hold 100,000 people like a small state. <laughs> <laughs> And he's going to become this crazy preacher who who gets all his money back by promising he can heal the sick and shit. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going off a weird tangent of I, yeah, what he I, does. I don't know about that, but that no, that's still fucking crazy. There's just a four and a half pound rock that came shooting in at like hundreds of miles an hour. Strange. I wouldn't home. touch it. I, it. That's crazy. Yeah touching it oh it's warm hmm yeah i wonder why it's only a radiated freaking material but yeah go ahead and put your hands on it, it may, you weirdo. look that meteorite may have something known to the state of california to cause cancer don't touch it <laughs> I know. Don't do it like yes call, call the authorities and be like hey i got this space rock don't call Send the authorities they're gonna take your fucking space rock you call a lawyer. You call, well, there are steps. You call the lawyer. Protect <laughs> your ass. 
say, this is mine. It's on my property. And then you contact the space people and be like, this came through. And then you go, Hey, okay. You guys going to pay me for this? Cause it ain't going to be cheap. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. How many times do you just find a fucking meteorite? <laughs> Not very. Yeah, exactly. Especially the C one, one, two of the, the Cronovius Cron dryer. Yeah, <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, from from asteroids to robots, we're living in a sci-fi realm. A Japanese town deploys monster wolf robots to detour wild bears. Isn't that the most metal sentence you've ever heard? What's even crazier, all right, is this is like a necessary evil. Reading this article, they've had dozens of attacks just in 2020. Like you think our 2020 is bad. This, this little village has COVID and fucking rampant bears. All right. To the point of where they had to install robotic wolves in city limits to prevent these fucking bears. Cause they've had two people killed already in 2020 by bears at bear attacks. Fucking buck wild. That's fucking. I mean, I'd be like these robots are terrifying looking and i can imagine at night they're even worse (laughs) yeah so it says the robot called monster wolf consists of a shaggy body on four legs uh the legs look like big fat silver dildos uh a blonde mane and fierce glowing red eyes says when its motion detectors are activated it moves its head flashes lights and emits 60 different sounds ranging from wolfish howling to machinery noises if you're going to give the wolf machinery noises, why the fuck do you need a wolf? If machinery yeah. noises scare the bears away, just put a bunch of speakers with fucking factory noises on it and call it a day. But instead, you ordered a fuck ton of these robotic wolves. You know, like, I don't understand. I don't understand why you have to have a fake wolf. Why you couldn't have just put fucking light bulbs and speakers up on the edges of town and just ran through it like a fucking tornado siren. Like, why? (laughs) It's it's so freaking cool, though, to have a monster wolf, though. And the fact that they call it a monster wolf. You, imagine walking home drunk from the pub and you make a burp that sounds like a bear ground. This fucking thing lights up like a Christmas tree, starts barking at you and shit. God damn it. Uh, yeah, Monster Wolf. That's the name of my metal band right there. Uh, this thing is bad so- name. <laughs> Not a bad name. Uh, let's go terrorize some bears with this monster wolf. Oh yeah, man, it looks like the most crazy. I, I mean, that's ever, but if it works, more power to him. I feel for him. Anytime a life is lost, yeah. when it's not supposed. Oh, I look, mean, if at you the look- end of the day, whatever keeps you guys from dying from bear attacks in 2020, because that should be the <laughs> least of your worries, is being jumped by bears within your city limits. I'm kidding. But I feel like there was a, especially in Japan, all right, where you're like the technological capital of the world. I mean, I guess that's why you have fucking robotic wolves. I mean, because you guys are just like, no, we're fucking this, that made that in a weekend. Don't even stress. 
Yeah, right. It's just some dude in his garage just kind of welding shit. Yeah, it does sound like that. It says machinery maker Ota Seki has sold about 70 of these Monster Wolf robots since 2018. Get it, dude. You know that fool's just over there baiting towns so the bears come (laughs) and then he's like, yo, I got something that'll fuck with that. And he's just selling, slanging Monster Wolves. You know, like, God. It's just this kid in a, kid in a bear costume just mauling the shit out of people with a big knife. He's got Wolverine under the costume. <laughs> and he's like, you know, I've got something that'll help with these bear attacks. Monster Wolf. Get out of here. I love uh, that's, it. I didn't even think about that. That's fucking hilarious. I'm at 60 sounds. That's a big selling point. 60 sounds. Yeah. And you can't even get 60 wolf sounds. There's some machinery sounds in there. Like, we just gave up. Just, like, we're going to throw every sound at it. Like, you know, uh, a bird pooping is on there. And uh, uh, who knows, you know? like It's just like a banshee screaming for, like, 30 seconds. (laughs) It's the clip from Dumb and Dumber when Jim Carrey goes, you want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? And then that just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's just for its own 30 seconds it's just that and then followed by some machinery noises uh wolf stuff but that's the one <laughs> they got you know they got the like the wolves fucking in one of the sound it's, it's just like this is a scare like, off any bears but this this was one of the the standard wolf sounds you know that were programmed <laughs> into it uh the bears just chilling and i was like oh i'm gonna see where this goes that's fucking holy moly guacamole. I'm what sick of living in, in the city here in Denver, but I don't I don't want to live in a city that's just gonna be like I don't have to worry about muggers, I have to worry about fucking wild animals mauling me on my way home from Starbucks. Did you hear that the uh they passed the uh I don't know if it's a bill or law or whatever? Yeah, um, where they're reintroducing wolves. Look, as a I don't want to touch on this song, but as an avid outdoorsman and and, and like consistent considering how much uh, like outdoor podcasts and stuff I listen to, this is apparently a bad idea. First and foremost, wolves are already here. Like Colorado's had wolves in it for now, like five or six years. They started migrating down. We're starting to see grizzly bears uh, up north that are kind of migrating down and stuff. It was an unnecessary bill. And it's going to be one of those things that we're going to have another prey to worry about you were already dealing with bears coming out down in the neighborhoods we're dealing with mountain lions attacking people on on trails and now you're gonna have to worry about wolves and it's like we kind of already had to worry about wolves we didn't need to reintroduce them they've reintroduced themselves you know because nature and you know it's not gonna make a big difference to us because it's not gonna happen for the next you know, three or four years, they're going to go through so much litigation before they just start planting wolves. Um, but a lot of this is only supposed to take place in like Northern Colorado. Uh, mm. But with all the fires and everything that we've had lately, I just, I don't, I don't foresee it making a big difference to us anytime soon. But you know what? This opens up the possibility for us, right? Hunting wolves, monster bears, right? Follow me, monster bears. It's a bear, right, with some shaggy fur and crazy glowing red eyes, <laughs> and like a bear head. it's got some, you know, 
metal dildo legs and it jiggles around <laughs> and it makes okay okay so follow me 60 different noises no 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 better yet 69 different noises yeah! because monster bear is better than monster wolf that's right yeah bigger better better <laughs> <laughs> still includes your favorite bear fucking sounds <laughs> Yeah. Choose from polar bear, currently black bear. <laughs> We've got a bear for any environment. Whatever your wolf problem is, we can blend it in. We can stand it up. We can stand it out. We even have the most common bear, the gay bear. Gonna <laughs> 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 get ya. Uh, <laughs> anyway, this an episode and a half. I've enjoyed the hell out of this. <laughs> I tell you, it is. Uh, you know, we didn't have a lot of retro talk today, but goddamn, I mean, we did kind of get into a little bit of retro talk. Uh, yeah, you know, we sneak it in there. <laughs> and I played. I played WoW. I mean, at this point, it's a r- retro game and a current game. I did play some while. I did my pre-patch quest. Um, but by the time you guys hear this, it'll be Wednesday. And North American World of Warcraft will have been out for two days. So I'll have some more on that next week. I'll be able to talk a little bit about the Shadowlands expansion. For sure. And uh, you ever played the game Peggle? Yeah. Yeah. Peg- Peggle's the one with the like. They've unicorn. got that on the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh They've got that on the Game Pass, so we downloaded it, and that's one of uh, yeah, Tiffany's. Three, I think. Like just, it's just such a simple game, but it's such a fun party game where everybody's rooting for each other. Oh, you almost got it, but yeah, we played that a little bit over the last few days. It's so much fun; it's ridiculous. But uh, yeah, um, you can find me on most socials. Um, you know, Serial Kilter. As always, go to the Facebook page. Uh, you know. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you would do, Monster Rise, or what you think about these reboots coming out. Send um, in a weird question of the week. I know we kind of talked about that last week, but we'd still, still looking for someone to uh, to throw us a good one. Yeah, um, yeah, we we need it. Not really. You're you're. It was just that one question. I'm trying. I'm not trying to bash you for for one question that I've like. Out of 14 episodes, I've given one question. All right. Yours so so your your odds are actually very good. So so don't don't listen to that. But we will take suggestions. Um, oh, and again, Facebook page. We're we're gonna keep trying to pimp that out. Um, I'm still trying to stream through the Facebook page, even though they are capping me for some reason. So the stream kind of looks like shit. But if we get to 100 likes on the Facebook page, uh, as well as the group, I think we get better quality. So the Facebook streams um, can get a little better. You can find that at uh, facebook.com slash retronomapod. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram at retronomapod. And I will be going back to streaming some on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash tobytobe. Great. Well, we're going to close it out the way we do every week with the weird question of the week. And this one, since we had some wrestling conversation, uh, is very apt. Uh, what would your wrestling character name be? And what would you call your finishing move? Ooh, <laughs> this is a, this is, a, look, so we didn't plan to get into wrestling talk today, but it definitely worked out because I'm actually excited to think about this. Yeah. I've yeah. already got it. 
No, touche. Well, (laughs) on that note, we appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, Like, rate, review on iTunes if you want. Uh, Again, join the Facebook page. You guys have a fantastic week. A happy, happy, happy Thanksgiving day. And we will catch you guys next week on the Retro Namapod. Good night.